Welcome to episode 11 of the Tales of Analysts. I'm Dr. E.J. Kane, your host and player, and we continue our story of Thorfinn Asbjornsson, his friend Althus Casper, and Gunbjorn. Last time we left off, Thorfinn, Althus, and Gunbjorn had left the Elven Ruins. They came back to Elkwood after a few days of travel in the wilderness, managing to stay undetected. They see the village of Elkwood. In partial ruins, a couple hovels have been burned. The front doors, the gates of the palisade had been broken down. And so they're worrying about the state of the villagers. They manage to all three sneak into the village undetected. They get to the hovel of Kalf, the potter, friend of Thorfinn. And they learn that Kataka, the brigands, are still here. They've taken over the village and they've holed themselves up in the longhouse, the leader's longhouse. However, before they can formulate a plan, they are interrupted by a knock on the door. Kataka is calling for all the villagers to come to the town center where she is going to give a proclamation, a speech. And so, Kalf is able to slip out the door, not alerting the guard to the presence of Thorfinn and his friends. Thorfinn and Althus decide to go out into the village to hear Kataka's speech while Gunbjorn stays behind, being too injured. And then Kataka gives her speech, threatening the people, oppressing them. She declares that she is taking the rest of the provisions of Elkwood. Elkwood is going to starve. They will have very little food for the rest of the spring. This, she says, is their punishment for defying her and Theria's command of the region. Thorfinn, huddled in the shadows, watching this speech, filled with a rage. What are they going to do? All right, the question is, does Thorfinn hold off his rage and wait things out? Yes, he does. Okay, Thorfinn's able to hold himself back. And I think him and Althus, they've heard everything they're going to hear. It sounds like Katak and her men are leaving. So he sneaks back to Kalf's hovel. And they hide. I think shortly after, Kalf returns home as well. Closes the door behind him, seeing the, the three of them sitting around his fire. Well, that's it. We will all starve. Die. Yes, I heard. I won't let that happen. You know that, Kalf. But what can we do? It's too early in the year. Hunting is still scarce. Minimal. There's not much food or provisions out there to gather. It's okay. We'll come up with something. And so the four of them ponder the situation back at the hut as Kataka and her men gather up to leave. Does she leave anyone behind to bully the villagers, sort of a proxy to keep them in line. I think it's likely she does. Keeping our chaos factor at six, that is a 77. No, just barely a no. She doesn't leave anyone behind. I guess the threat of starvation is enough. And so Katak and her men take their horses and they leave the village, probably heading to another village to threaten them and uh, gather their tribute for the year as they are expected to do so. 
they don't know that Theory has been killed back at their base of uh, base of operations. So that's going to be news to Kataka, and she's probably going to want revenge, um, assuming she can figure out who did it. And so Thorfinn, Alphys, Gunbjorn, and Kalf, I think, come out of the hovel to where the other villagers are sort of standing around. I think still a lot of them still are near the leader's hut, trying to figure out what they're going to do. Food was already scarce, and now it's even worse. They took everything. There's nothing left for the people of Elkwood. And then they see Thorfinn and Alphys coming in into the village, the last able-bodied warrior. They look at him, some of them with almost anger. Where were you? Where were you doing during the battle? Others feeling a, a tinge of hope that they could actually overcome this. They know Thorfinn was a great hunter. Thorfinn, not used to taking the leadership's mantle, not wanting it in most cases, feels the burden falling upon his shoulders, and he steps up onto the stairs in front of the leader's hovel down, looking down upon the villagers. Everyone! I apologize for my absence during the fight. Althus and I were out looking for the brigand's leader, and we found her! This Theria that Kataka says is queen of this domain. She's dead. Even Kataka herself doesn't know it. The village is all looking around, confused. Some of them maybe don't believe Thorfinn's boast. Others are confused about what this means. I don't know if it changes anything. Kataka herself is powerful. Seemingly more powerful than Theria. But it will reverberate. The fall of their leader will affect the brigands eventually. When they find out. Althus and I were able to sneak in there and take her out. Gunbjorn here was a prisoner of the brigands. He warns us that Kotaka has some sort of ancient magic. A device that can make all of the villages in this region fall under her command. And with Theria gone, I assume she will take that mantle. But these are not our chief concerns. I know food is our biggest worry at the moment. As a hunter of this village, I will do what I can to find food for us. But we need to fight back against these brigands. Fight back? We all just nearly got killed. I know, I know. I don't mean now. I mean in general. All of the villages of this region, the borderlands have to unite against these blackened eye brigands. Only together can we stop Kotaka and her men. Now is not the time. She will not return for a while, at least until she learns of her leader's passing. Even then, she might not suspect to come here. I will not endanger you anymore. Alphys and I will do what we can to find provisions. 
The rest of you, scour the countryside. Find what food you can. We must all work together. At this point, I'm gonna make a persuasion roll. Can Thorfinn persuade the people to follow him, to take his leadership? He only has a d4, but I'm gonna give him a plus one bonus because he's the only able-bodied warrior they have left, someone they can look up to. All right. Okay, that is a four, three plus one. Barely a success. I think the people are, are willing to lead, follow his leadership. They are hesitant. Some of them feel betrayed that he wasn't here when they needed him during the fight. Sumerlid now dead, the other hunters dead. One, one or two of them maybe still alive, but greatly injured. All right, we'll listen to you. Thank you. I'm not claiming to be your leader. I'm just trying to help. Now, gather everything you can. If there's any food left that you've hidden away, bring it to the leader's hut. We all eat together now. I will go out hunting, and I will see what I can find. And so the people, I don't think they have much. I think the brigands scoured them, intimidated them. Anything they had hidden away is, is gone. And so there's not much for them to eat. And now Thorfinn, Alphys, then Gunbjorn will stay behind with the villagers, help where he can. They're gonna go hunting uh, out in the wilds. This is, it's rough, it's springtime. Things are not plentiful, but there might be perhaps some animals, something that can help feed the village one day at a time. In the meantime, Gunbjorn really wants to find Kataka to get the Chaos Stone back out of her hands. But he knows this is a perilous task right now, and so he's concentrating on recovering while Alphys and Thorfinn go hunting. All right, going to make a survival roll for Thorfinn. Given the situation of things right now, I think he needs a raise to find anything to find any sort of creature to hunt. Uh, that is a seven, not a success. But we have three bennies of this session. Do we use it? I think we do. I think we're gonna have to try, uh, try to get something. Okay, that is a eight explorer, the three, 11. That is a success with a raise. Okay, he finds um, some small rabbits. He's able to hunt down a few rabbits. Not a lot of meat, but it's something. In the meantime, were the villagers successful in foraging anything? Uh, I think it's uh, unlikely, possible. Uh, that is a extreme no. They scoured the lands around the village and find nothing. So all they have is but a, a few rabbits to share among the many people of Elkwood. Yeah, that's a good question. How many people are even left in Elkwood at this point? Okay, there's, there's about 45 people left in Elkwood. So yeah, a few rabbits is not gonna cut it. So that's the first day. Uh, I think we're going to have, ha I think we're just gonna have Thorfinn do this for a few days uh, to try to see if he can gather anything up. 
Okay, rolling for a few days here. Um, all right, so we did get one more success. Oh, there we go. So I think Thorfinn had to go quite a ways far from the village, up the woods, the actual elk woods. So he's roaming around the actual elk woods outside of town for, for days, it's out in the wilds. And he finally, him and Althus, they come across an elk stag. Big, beautiful creature, but he needs to hunt it. He needs to take it down. So he pulls back his bow. And the arrow lands true, and he takes down this elk. This thing is massive, heavy. They're not going to be able to just drag it back to the village. So he spends the rest of the day cutting it apart, taking the hides, cutting the meat into pieces, um, and starting to dry them and smoke them over the fire. Um, and the next day, Thorfinn and Althus return with this bounty of meat that can feed the village at least for a couple days. As they walk into the village with this meat, I think the most of the carcass of the elk hanging from a, a long stick between the two of them. They've been hiking through the hills with it. They return into the village. There's a bit of a cheers as, yeah, woo! So they're all excited to see this large catch. And he brings it into the village, right into the leader's hall where they put it over the spit and begin cutting off pieces and everyone can eat. At this point, it has been five days. I'm going to give Gunbjorn and Alphys each a roll to see if they recover from their wound. All right, for Alphys, that is that is a, a raise. Yes, he does. Alphys is no longer wounded. What about Gunbjorn? No. <laughs> Gunbjorn is still wounded, unfortunately. That night after everyone is a little more relaxed, they've actually eaten, they feel a little stronger. And I think people have been hanging out to preserve heat and wood. They've been sort of, a lot of the village has been hanging out in the in the leader's hut, sort of become a community hall at this point. Thorfinn, Althus, and Gunbjorn are sitting around at the fire with a few of the other villagers. They begin to discuss what their next plans are. What now, Thorfinn? Are you going to look for the Kataka? I'd like to. I don't know if the village is it's just one catch. It's not enough. It won't last for very long. Yes, that's true, but perhaps Alphys and I can continue hunt. I appreciate it, but I am the most skilled hunter here. But the Chaos Stone, it's still out there. I know, I know. I grow worried that Kataka's seen our handiwork with Theria. It'll only be a matter of time before she... Perhaps she might find out it was us. And she'll return here. I don't want Elkwood to suffer anymore because of me. Then we have to go find her. It's the only thing we can do. Yes, perhaps you're right. And so I'm there dwelling on this thought on whether or not they should find Kataka to take the fight to her where it will not harm Elkwood to find the Chaos Stone before she learns how to use it. The next day, I think Thorfinn gathers the villagers together. He wants this to be among the people. He wants, to, he wants the people to decide what he should do. So I think he gets up, he tells the villagers what's going on about the Chaos Stone, Kataka, the worries they have about her learning how to use it, that time is of the essence, and also about the hunting. 
whether or not his recent catch will be enough to, to help them, to carry them over until they can do their own hunting. Perhaps they'll take hunting parties out to the elk woods and try to catch their own elk. What does the village say in response to this? I'm gonna say it's 50-50. Do the villagers want Thorfinn to chase down Kataka? Yes, they do. So a lot of the villagers voice their opinions. A few worried about the food, but many wanting revenge, wanting to put an end to all this suffering, knowing that with, until Kataka is defeated, they will never truly find peace. And they all bring this up to Thorfinn. And after he hears all of their pleas, he stands up before them. I have heard your words, and I will do as you have asked. I will go out there, challenge Kataka, and put an end to her menace in these lands. Mild cheering. Show her what she's done! Yeah! Take her out! Freedom for Elkwood! And so, feeling boldened by their response, Thorf and Alphys get one final good night's rest. And the next day, they decide to head out to find Kataka and put an end to her menace. Does Gunbjorn go with them? I know he wants to, but he's still injured. Let's ask the fate chart. I think it's unlikely that he does, despite wanting to. No, he does not. You know I would go with you, friend, but with my injuries, I feel I'll just slow you down. It's okay, Gunbjorn. My people can use your help here. I appreciate you staying with them. Try to lead in my stead. I will do that. Hopefully they will heed my words. You are wise, friend. They'd be foolish not to. Godspeed! May Hethroth guide your axe! Thank you. And so, Thorfinn and Althus leave Elkwood out into the wilds to search for Kataka. All right, first things first is he's going to try to follow their tracks from... I mean, at this point, it's been like six days, so I think it's very hard for him to find her tracks. Um, so I'm going to give him a minus four on this check just to see. I mean, maybe there's still some tracks for him to follow the horse, the sign of the horses. Uh, no, that is definitely a fail as a two. So they have no signs of the horse tracks remaining for him to follow. So him and Althus have to figure out where they're likely to find Kataka. They do know where her lair is. They know where these elven ruins are. She will eventually return there. Has she returned there yet? We don't know. They don't know. But I think at this point, with no other clues on where to go, I think they're going to head back to the elven ruins. I think they're going to try to hide there. I think they're going to try to stealth their way there as much as possible. So let's make a few journey rolls to see if they're able to get there without problem. And we have a critical failure on our first roll. So that is definitely a problem. I think they're gonna run into some trouble. What is the nature of this trouble? They face a perplexing mystery or a tough choice. What is the nature of this choice they have to make? Okay, increase agreement. I think 
Kataka has been able to secure a new ally. Yes. And I think, I don't think it's just another brigands. I think with the war over and the orcs now freed of Jotun control, there are orcs that have been broken away from their tribes. They're sort of scattered. And I think Kataka was able to form an agreement with some of these abandoned, these, with some of these freelance orcs. I think this is likely. That is a no. It's not orcs. Is it a giant? No, it's definitely not a giant. Thank goodness. Maybe it's just some goblins and uh, another group of goblins. They did have a few in the elven ruins. Or maybe it's something else. Uh, let's ask, yeah, you know what? I'm going to roll. Given what we learned, I think it's some sort of monster of some kind. All right, so I'm going to use my random chart to generate a random result here. What is the new ally? Humanoids, okay. So it's a group of humanoids. Orcs, okay. Well, we know it's not orcs, so I'm gonna roll again. Ogres. Kataka has enlisted the help of some ogres. Wow, okay, how many ogres does she now have working for her? Six. Kataka now has a small group of ogres that have left the war. From the aftermath of the war, they've come south. Kataka was able to secure their allegiance. Okay, things just got a lot more complicated for Thorfinn. So they're traveling through the wilderness, heading back towards this elven ruins. I think as they get to, as they get to the edge of the, of the woods, the orc woods, they come across some tracks in the ground and there's a lot of them. And they are massive bear footprints, humanoid, but larger than anything, larger than anything Thorfinn has seen recently, but he knows what these are. He fought in the Alliance War. He'd fought up against giants. He'd seen them in battle. He knows what these are. Althus, look. Is that what I think it is? Yeah. Some type of giant. Not that big, perhaps an ogre. That does not bode well for us. No, they're headed towards the elven ruins, the brigands. You don't think they're allies? I hope not. Maybe new enemies for Kataka, but I wouldn't give our hopes up. Neither would I. We should be careful. And the two of them scurry off into the orc woods, heading towards the ruins. Things have gotten a little scary for Thorfinn and Althus, but they sneak their way through the woods and they reach the brigands' base of operations. Now we need to know, did Kataka make it back here in the intervening week? Uh, I'm gonna say 50-50, because I don't know what her intentions are. No, Kataka has not yet come back to their base. She doesn't know Theory is dead, probably, but she has sent these new recruits, these ogres, to the base. Interesting. We know there was not a lot of brigands left. When they left over a week ago, they had killed a few of the brigands inside the ruins, and there was a few guards outside and probably a few more inside, but not a lot. And now there are six ogres who have come to this place. And I think the ogres 
respect Kataka. They're probably scared of Kataka, but I don't think they respect the other men. And so I think they have sort of taken over the place as sort of as the new high guard. I think they came to speak with Theria, but with Theria dead, the ogres try to take over leadership. I think one of their, their brutish leader tries to take over the fort because the, the queen they were coming to pay homage to is dead. And so that is the situation Thorfinn and Althus come to. They see, I think a, the ogres don't fit well into the ruins. So I think they're mostly outside in the camp and have taken over the outside. And the men are now subjugated to the ogres. The ogre leader is sort of taking command of the camp until at least Kataka returns, who I imagine he is actually scared of. All right, so Thorfinn and Althus, I think, see things are different. They see the ogres, they're towering over the palisade walls, are walking about, probably eating way more of the brigands' provisions than they want them to. What does Thorfinn and Althus do about this? Thorfinn and Althus are immediately going to look to see if Kataka and her men have returned. All they need to do is get a glimpse of the stables to see if the, all the horses had returned or not. So they have to sneak in. I think, I think at this point Thorfinn's going to trust Althus to do this, knowing he's more of a liability. And we'll just have Althus sneak in and take a look to see if the horses are there or not. That's an exploding die. Okay, so that's a six against the ogres. They rolled a one. Okay, so he easily slips in and takes a look and he sees the stables is still mostly empty. There's just a couple horses. In fact, yeah, in fact, there's no horses because the ogres ate the remaining horses. Just more problems for these brigands. And so Althus looks in, sees no horses, and he sneaks back to Thorfinn. There's no horses left. The only horses I saw were bits of bones. I think the ogres ate them. But only a couple. I, I don't think Kataka's returned. Or if she did, she's already left again. Strange. I imagine she will come eventually. So what do we do? We wait it out? I don't know, but those ogres are, well, they're not something I want to fight. Agreed. At this point, Thorfinn and Alphys, I think, begin whispering among themselves, what if they could get the ogres to oppose Kataka? If they could somehow convince them to, to oppose her, then when she returned, she would have to contend with the ogres. I think they, they begin discussing this idea, and eventually they come across the idea that Thorfinn, who otherwise looks much like these brigands, if he could go in and sow dissent among the ogres, he might be able to convince them to strike out at Kataka when she eventually returns. Alphys, who looks like an outsider, he doesn't look like the rest of the brigands since he is of different descent, he's gonna stay hidden in the woods while Thorfinn, he's gonna sneak into the brigand camp like he has done before. Uh, Okay, that's a 10 versus their five. So he succeeds with a raise. He easily slips into the camp like he has done already. And he poses as another brigand in the camp. So we know that there's the six ogres. I think 
whatever the biggest building was, some sort of storage shed that they had out here, outside of the ruin, has been taken over by the leader of the ogres. Let's get a name for the leader of the ogres. Okay, Drorot. Leader of the ogres is Drorot. But he has taken over the storage uh, hovel that was outside of the ruins, and so that's sort of become his lair as the other ogres sort of mill about in the outside area. With the ogres taking over, but being too large to really fit into the ruins, did all the men retreat into the ruins? Yes, extreme yes. <laughs> Most definitely. So outside, it's just the ogres. Uh, so when Thorfinn comes over the wall and he sneaks in, all he finds is the ogres milling about and smoke spewing out of the, the storage hut where, where Drorot has taken up residence. At this point, Thorfinn wants to talk to one of the ogres to try to convince them that they could take Kataka. Would he go directly to... I think he knows the leader of the ogres is in this hut. Does he go directly to Drorot? Does he take this idea to Drorot directly? I think so. He sort of sneaks his way near the entrance of the ruins and kind of makes it seem like maybe he came out of there and uh, walks kind of stridently towards Drorot's residence. The hovel. And I think one of the ogres, maybe Drorot's sort of bodyguard, kind of sees this and comes clamoring over, <laughs> pounding his feet, this massive ogre standing over 10 feet tall, looking down upon Thorfinn, who's a tall, broad man, seems dwarfed by comparison. You! What you doing? I'm going to speak to your leader. I have a proposition for him. Does this ogre let Thorfinn pass? I don't think they're afraid of the, of the humans, so I think, but I'm gonna say it's, uh, it's likely. No, he does not. Human, you no go in there. Drorot speaks with no men. You speak to me. All right then. I have a proposition for the ogres. Speak, human. And Thorfinn, thinking away quickly, what can he say to them? I know how to defeat Kataka. And the ogre takes this information. They are afraid of Kataka. I think part of the reason they joined was, well, they generally want to terrorize humans and gain tribute, but Kataka scares them. So I think he's I think he's piqued by this. Uh, I'm going to so I'm going to roll persuasion to see if Thorfinn successfully persuaded this ogre to now let him see Drora with this information. It's an exploding six. That is a nine. I say yes. Success with a raise. Okay, human, go speak to Drorot. And so Thorfinn enters in the hovel, which I think the door has been ripped off and it's it's it was a storage hut, but now it's sort of become this smelly, messy lair for Drorot, who's got piles of furs stacked in the center of the hovel. Um, he's still kind of crouched in there because it's not very tall. And I think he's lounging on his piles of, of, of furs and hides and all of the provisions that were in this room are now casks broken open, empty, the smell of, of beer, stale beer wafting in the air. All the food has been eaten. 
It's just cracked, broken crates and barrels surround this pile of furs where Drorot lounges in comfort, his massive belly hanging out. Ooh, what do you want, mighty Drorot? I am but a humble servant to you. I worry about Kataka. And he, I think Drorot perks up. He wants to get rid of Kataka. He wants to take command of this operation. And so he sits up, looks down upon Thorfinn, questionably. He's, he's slightly smarter than the other ogres, but he's not smarter than Thorfinn. Speak, human. I know Kataka's weakness. She might seem powerful with her magic, but she's not as powerful as you think. Her magic has a weakness. And improvising, Thorfinn pulls out his dagger, the one he had once given to Gunbjorn, who had since given back to him. A simple, unadorned dagger. And he holds it up. Mighty Drorot, this dagger has been enchanted. It will protect you from Kataka's magic. All right, this is quite the bluff. This is going to be a persuasion against Drorot. That's a three. That's a fail. We're going to have to use a Benny. Come on, Tharfin. Exploding six. That's what I'm talking. Oh, again. 12 plus 3, 15. That is a success with multiple raises. I think Drorot buys the lie and he reaches down. He plucks the dagger, just seems tiny into his hands. Magic dagger? Yes, mighty Drorot. This dagger will protect you from her magic. It was enchanted by the elves who used to live here. I found it in the ruins. She doesn't want you to have it. I would use it myself to fight her, but I know you, mighty Drorot, are much wiser and stronger than I. Drorot just eats up all of this compliments. Yes. I like you. What is name, you man? Uh, Thorfinn, caught in the moment, comes up with the worst possible alias. Thinfor. My name is Thinfor. Thinfor, you have earned Drorot's trust. Tell your other men, you work for Drorot now. I will kill Kataka when she comes. That is good, Drorot. I will tell the men. And so Thorfinn bows to Drorot as he exits the chamber. Drorot still holding the dagger, which seems ordinary to him, but he's convinced this is a magic dagger. This will protect me from Kataka's magic. Thorfinn feeling a bit full of himself, realizing he's pulled off this deception, or at least he, he's pretty confident that he did. He's going to try to sneak back out of the brigand's lair in the hopes that him and Althus can wait it out in the woods. But I haven't rolled with that scene over. Let's see if there's any interruptions. I think the chaos factor is back down to five because he did handle that situation quite well. Oh, that is a one. We have a, we have an altered scene. So the next scene was Thorfinn returning to Alphys and telling him the news, but it's altered in some way. Could be bad. 
Okay. Remove a character. I think Thorfinn returns to Althus, but Althus isn't there. Something happened to Althus while he was waiting. Did he get caught? Was there one of the brigands scouting around the area? I think it's likely. I think he caught Althus. That is an extreme yes. Alphys has been captured by a brigand who caught him in the woods. So Thorfinn goes to the spot where he left Alphys and he's looking around. Alphys? 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 Nothing. No sign of Alphys anywhere. He's looking around. Uh, I'm going to make a quick survival roll to see if he notices any signs of a disturbance. Yes, we get a four. He's... He's looking around. He's seen signs of a struggle on the ground. Booted prints leaving the site. Not from where he came, but from a different direction. Oh no. And he starts following the tracks and realizes they head to the front entrance of the brigand camp. Oh no, Aldous. And he is going to now sneak back into the camp. I think he hears... Some of the ogres laughing from inside the walls as the brigands pulling out this in, having captured him. Oh, right. That is a 10. He, against, against 11. Oh, no. We're going to have to use another Benny. Otherwise, Thorfinn's going to get caught trying to sneak back in. Still a failure. Thorfinn, worrying about Althus, he's not... Thinking clearly, he tries to climb back into the brigand camp. But because they captured Althus, the ogres are on alert. As Thorfinn is climbing back over the wall, one of the ogres spots him. Look, there's someone over there. And the all the ogres sort of turn and Thorfinn's surprised. He looks around and he scambers down the wall and he looks over at them, confused. He doesn't know what to do. I think he begins to panic. At this moment, I think Drorot, hearing all this commotion, comes out of his hut. <laughs> steps out into the clearing of the fort. What's going on? And the brigand is holding Alphys. Did he knock Alphys unconscious? I think it's likely. No. So Alphys is conscious, but I think he's he's been... Uh, He's been captured, he's been restrained. I think he's probably tied up. His arms are bound. I think he looks over at Thorfinn. The two of them look eye to eye, knowing things have just gotten really bad. Drorot looks at Thorfinn, the brigand who just gave him this magic dagger, and immediately turns. He doesn't think anything strange about Thorfinn. And he looks over at Alphys. Tasty morsel. He's mine. And that is where we're going to have to end our episode. What is the fate of Alphys? Will he become food for an ogre? Tune in next time. Thank you so much for listening, and everyone have a wonderful day. <laughs>